Hey, this is Scott Schwartz. I was flicking a Christmas story and a Christmas story Christmas. Hi, this is Zach Ward. I was Scott Farkas in a Christmas story and a Christmas story Christmas. And you're watching and listening to Zach and Dustin on the $2 late fee. So kick back and relax and have a great time. Before there was IMDb.com, there was Zach and Dustin. You know those guys who think they know everything about a movie without having to go on the internet to look it up? That's us, but maybe only for the years 1981 through mid-1989. No, I'd say late 1978 through early 1992. (laughs) Either way, we know movies, and even more specifically, we know soundtracks from those movies. Yeah, this is $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. This is the podcast where we pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it still holds up today. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Ho, ho, ho. Don't you know, today's a very special day in the $2 Lafey household. Santa came early and brought us two beautiful wrapped presents. <laughs> Scott Schwartz. <laughs> And Zach Ward, what a treat! Yep. What a treat to have them. On if our you're show. if you're a hardcore fan of the show, if you've been listening since the beginning, Zach Ward, who plays Scott Farkas in A Christmas Story, originally joined us um, really at the start of our start of, start of our podcast journey um, with this, and uh, he talked. There was a lot of like German gay porn stuff in that in that episode. A lot of we talked a lot about bullies and and just the most out out landish fights one could imagine just situations overseas where he's having to fight for his life i mean it's it's riveting stuff amazing to have him back now three years later to of course talk about a christmas story christmas out now for your watching pleasure and then uh scott schwartz joined us as well this will hopefully be the first of many appearances of scott schwartz on our show we talked about um well there, there will be a special episode to be released later in the year, maybe in that little January hiatus that we're taking. Um, uh, some fun wrestling stories from Scott Schwartz. But in the meantime, the two of them joined us to not only talk about... Wait, who's Scott Schwartz? Who's Scott Schwartz? Uh, Scott Schwartz, a.k.a. Flick. Flick in A Christmas Story. Um, you know, not only did they... A.k.a. Master Bates in the toy... <laughs> A.K.A. Dickie from Kidco. Well, so this is fans of nostalgia, and this is the reason why he'll Scott be Schwartz. back on our show because he, just like Zach, came on to talk about his career. We will have Scott back on to talk about his career outside of a Christmas story. He's he's known for that, but he's known for so much more. But they, yeah, they talked about a Christmas story, Christmas, but they also talked about their relationship. It's a fun, fun conversation. This is the perfect way to end the year with, you know. Christmas spirit, and we wish you guys all a happy, happy holidays. And this episode is going to take you just relaxingly into the new year. And don't forget, guys and gals, uh, we will be having a little bit of a break. Uh, We're taking the month of January off to reboot, recharge, and get refreshed for season four. Yeah, we had our three-year anniversary earlier this year, but season three, this is the finale of season three. This is it. So season four will start off with a bang in 2023. 
Stay tuned to uh, our social media pages, and we will update you regularly on what's going on in the world of $2 late fee. And if you want more fun in January while we're on a little bit of a break, go to our Patreon, where there will still be continued content on there. Yeah, I don't think you're going to miss us. I mean, not because like you're like, you know, I, I, I don't give a crap about you guys, but just in that we're going to have some things kind of filling in the blanks, but you're not going to have the standard two week, every two week release, you know, yeah. you, but you probably yeah, won't. It'll just you pop probably up won't every notice. now and then. But this is just a heads up in case you do yeah. notice, because we don't want to be like, oh, what's going on, guys? Just know that there will be fresh stuff on Patreon, so go check that out. But yeah, happy new year, happy holidays, happy you. We hope that uh, 2023 kicks off to the right start for everyone in our family and outside of the family, everybody in general. May may everyone everywhere, God bless us everyone, um, as they say, Tiny Tim. And don't shoot your eye out. We got the gentlemen's, we got the, we got Flick and Scut here. Guys, uh, congrats on the, on the new movie, Christmas Story Christmas. Yeah, fucking Scotty kills it. Oh, so by the way, your audience, are we uh, cursing, not cursing? Yeah, we're cursing. Whatever. We're always cursing. Well, I should say, I should say that um, this particular segment is actually a, a special um Geekscape, it's 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 a fundraiser for big brothers and big sisters of northern and coastal uh Jersey. And okay. so uh so everybody listening, thank you so much. For, you know, if you, you feel inspired to donate, we really appreciate it. And um yeah, and if there's cursing, heads up, because it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. We don't we don't yeah, we don't have you guys it. have you guys seen the movie yet? Watched it yeah. uh last week with, okay. with my whole family. I just enjoyed it, yes, liked it. So, so immediately, I have to say that you guys are tremendous highlights in that movie. Scott, yeah, Zach's not blowing smoke up your butt. You crushed it in that film. Like, crushes it. Seriously, Scott dude. It. And as much as I crushed it, Zach crushed it. Uh, equally, Zach, yeah, the, the same can I got be said excited about when he. I got excited when Zach came on the screen. I mean, it was just great. My he, son thought you were really cool, Zach. My, my eight-year-old son, he thought you were really cool. Oh. Well, he's got great taste in Reddit. He does. He does. No, Scotty, Scotty, I mean, I was telling Scotty that I think he just pulled a De Niro on that one. He put on the weight. He turned himself into the type of character that's like a Joe Pesci style character. Yep. You know, um, he just, nobody else could have done what he did. Everybody else who, if they tried to do that, it would have been an affectation. It would have been... How to say it It would have been a caricature, you know, it would not have been an honest persona. And he did it so beautifully. It was such a perfect follow up from the original film. And and I just love watching him in that. And every time the photo comes up of him with uh, Peter and the kid and they're looking off and he's just every every picture is a story with him. It just is fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm so proud of him, man. I'm so freaking proud. Cost me 500 a month for my PR guy, Zach Ward. It's okay. <laughs> Can I just ask, was it a real mustache? Oh, that was all mine. Yeah, all right, all right. You yeah, do I mean, it. They, yeah. they, yeah. they had said it's going to take place in 73, and I had three weeks to go, and I'm like, okay, fine. And uh, Peter said, don't shave. 
But the minute he said it was 73, I went right to Elvis Aloha in Hawaii. I got to do the, the chops. Yeah. And I got to do, you know, the 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 mustache. Yeah. And beautiful uh, mustache. So that that's yeah. three weeks. That's three weeks of, of growth for you. Three weeks of growth. Yeah. I just let it grow in. Didn't touch it. And, you know, got to Bulgaria. And the makeup people wanted to touch this and touch that. I'm like, no, yeah. just give me a little color so I get rid of the gray. Okay, fine, you know. And uh, Peter came in the, the trailer and he goes, oh, my God, they did a great job. I said, they did nothing. They, they did nothing. It. It's all mine. I'm like, it's, it's mine, dude. A... Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, so I won't obviously give any details about the movie because it just came out. But what I will say is, what they do with Zach, your character Scott, it it it's, it feels like a natural progression. It's not necessarily a surprise the direction his character goes right. in. However, um, you kind of see where it's going the whole time. You're like, oh, okay, I know where this is headed. But it's such, but but it's so effective. And and having you, we had you in the studio a couple years ago and got to know you then. And to see you on screen now, like first of all, you haven't aged at all. You look the same, uh, and and you look great. Both of you guys, fantastically. Like I'm like, wow, these guys clean up really nice for the screen. You know, age in reverse for some reason. But you you did, Zach. You did a wonderful job. And just to keep blowing smoke, it's it's uh, no, it's, it's, a, it's not blowing smoke. You know, it, it, it's <laughs> true. It's a lot of work, good. Yeah. A lot of work went into this. A lot of, and everybody fought for every moment of it. Like it wasn't it wasn't just a walk in the park where you go, ah, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like it mattered to all of us. And you know, I know when it comes out, people just sort of digest it like a cookie and they go, okay, that's what it is. But for us in the process of, of making this, it mattered so much because we've been living with this film for 40 years that yeah. you're not blowing smoke. I appreciate the compliments. I take it very seriously. I'm very grateful that people see the character that way. It, it was not done alone. Uh, it was the rest of the actors. It was Peter. It was the director. It was the writers. It was myself. It was a combination of everybody working together and really creatively making the micro decisions in their department. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, so that the, the big machine would have strong cogs and each one of those cogs would support each other and then they would create more together. And I'm really proud of the film. And I say that like, I don't have a huge role in the film. I think the role that I have is is really good and it's impactful. And I think it's great for the character of Scott Farkas and for me as an actor, sure. But ego aside, I think the film is a really good film. And I, I also think it's one of those movies, if you're an eight-year-old kid, you're going to laugh, you're going to enjoy the film. If you're a 20-year-old kid, you'll laugh, you like the film. If you're over 30, this is your life. Yeah. This because this has either happened in your life or is going to happen in your life. Yeah. And this film for audiences will build a a legend of their life experience. And that's the thing that's so beautiful about the film is that it, the characters have aged with the audience. The audience's lives have progressed and they've gone through the different stages of their lives, the lives. And the film reflects that and makes it relevant. And I think it does it in such a beautiful way. And the fact that it all came together, 
I'm so grateful to be that it happened this way and so happy to be part of it. It's awesome. Well, it's a it's a really beautiful love letter to Darren McGavin, you know, yeah. uh, and 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 and, and uh, there were quite a few times when I got choked up um, specifically at the end. And Darren McGavin plays plays dad from the original for anybody who's the old man. yes, the yeah. old the old man. Yeah. And it's, you know, if anybody's ever lost a parent or someone close to them in that way, it's very relatable. Um, the fact that it takes place in 73 and not now, it doesn't make it, it doesn't feel, it feels like a period piece on one hand, but like, you're right, right. Zach, it's, it's relatable on the other because there's so many things that are going on that we all can connect with, you know, getting yeah. older, being in our forties, getting bullied as a kid or getting continued to be bullied and how you deal with that. Um, parental struggles with parents that may drive you up the wall at times, <laughs> you know, it's all relatable stuff. And I'm just curious, like, Scott, can you kind of take us into the process of how, like how it took this long to get made and or what was finally the catalyst that got it made? I mean, they, uh, Peter had been working on the storyline for four years. And um, I think, as much as I think that he wanted to get it done and maybe somebody at Warner Brothers wanted to get done, it just wasn't getting done. And then once um, Cobra Kai just went to a different level, you know, the nostalgia thing has kicked in mm -hmm. in, in a monster way. And even with that, it took a while for them to really go. All right, we're, I guess we'll use the original guys or we're going to ask them or whatever. And they didn't know where we were. Peter knew where I was and Zach, you know, um, we still had to audition for our roles. It wasn't like they said, oh, you're flick. Come on in. You got the, no, wow. we had to audition because they didn't trust us. They didn't know, you know, what do we look like? What do we sound like? Can we still well, bring it? You had to audition for your role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you didn't. No. No, they just think that Zach's automatic. And I mean, seriously, I've, I've been doing, I've been a, this is what I do for 43 years. It's like, oh, come on. You, you've done how many, what, 40 movies? 120, dick. 120. <laughs> you know, I mean, he, he had, coming? you know, he had his recurring role on Titus, you know. Yeah, but, but you're right. But, but Zach, you wear a Christmas story on your sleeve. I mean, the fact that you don't have it tattooed on your arm it's not it was it's surprising because i have you this are, face bro like i everywhere i go I'm yellow eyes everywhere you go but but you but you have such a fondness i mean the last time you were on the show you spoke with it with such love and and i think you know to see where it's culminated to now is a beautiful thing yeah it's it's fantastic yeah it's amazing and it it gets to do some good so um last year i did this so in 2020 um 2020, my dad got diagnosed with Alzheimer's and I was taking care of him. Um, and then last year, 2021, I did a fundraiser at the Christmas Story House in Cleveland, Ohio um, uh, for the Alzheimer's Association. And we're doing it again this year. Um, so, yeah, you know, I've I before that I was doing stuff with bully prevention. And if this is how people know you, like I never... I never begrudged it. I think when I was in my late teens and early twenties and people would be like, yeah, you're Scott Farkas. I'm like, I've done other things too. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you know, I've done Transformers and that movie did over a billion dollars in the box office yeah. worldwide. 
you know they don't run a 24-hour marathon of Transformers. And nobody <laughs> walks up to me and goes, oh, my God, I watch Transformers everywhere. <laughs> it means so much to me uh, when Scorponok stabs you in the back and murders you uh, in Qatar. <laughs> right? I just, me and my family love it so much. Like, no, that's not what connects. So you do at a certain point realize that when you get to be part of something that's lightning in a bottle, be grateful, man, because it's not it's not like I wrote, directed, produced and acted in that film. I was a 13 year old kid who got lucky and I was in it and did a good enough job that Bob Clark selected me and then elevated my performance. Um, and so, you, you know, be grateful for what you have and accept that does not mean that I sit on my laurels, does not mean that I I walk up to people and go, hi, I'm Scott Farkas. I mean, Zach Ward. Oh, you may Whoops. No, I'm not that guy. That's not interesting to me. And I'm always pushing myself to see what I can do next because yeah. that's exciting. But God damn, I'm grateful. Yeah. And you guys know the house is up for sale now. The original yeah. house. Yeah. So uh, that's interesting as well. It's 15 million. 15 oh, million. Well, that's it. Yeah, so let's pool our money together now. And there's, 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 there's nobody that's jumping forward yet to, uh, to go. Oh, I got it, you know. But well, uh, I mean, it's a slow process, and the reality is, uh, it's not just a house. There's, you got to say, and there's the house here. There's another house beside it, which the is Bumpus the house. house. There's oh, the Bumpus house. Yeah, yeah. The campus across the street oh. is the museum. And, and next to that is a gift store. And then also they do like 70% of their revenue online. So wow. it is a huge money-making machine and tens of thousands of people, over a hundred thousand people go through it a year. Wow. And you're flying into Cleveland and you've got it, one of those on-flight on magazines. Um, it is the number one uh, tourist spot beating out the rock and roll hall of fame wow. and the cleveland uh, cavaliers games so <laughs> yeah it's a big deal like it's it's something that brian jones you know built up over what is it 15 20 years of hard yeah. work yep and busted ass to make something happen it's the epitome of the american dream so whoever's gonna buy that house is gonna be buying into a very successful beloved business that is going to continue having an audience for at least the next 20 years um, with a fantastic infrastructure and an incredible fan base. So whatever price it goes for, it'll be worth more than that. And whoever buys it, I'm happy to help them out. And I'm sure the rest of the cast. So yeah, that's happening, but it makes, I understand when you work on something for that long and you want to have an exit strategy, good. That's what you're supposed to do. Totally. Yeah. When you guys sell your podcast to Spotify for $2 billion, I won't be making fun of you. You know, I'll be happy for you. No, you guys will both be on. Uh, Scott will be joining us. We'll be doing a wrestling podcast with Scott. Yeah. Uh, primarily wrestling and a little Enough. bit of pop culture sprinkled in there. But <laughs> And Zach, we'll just talk about, uh, you know, Transformers all the time. Oh, yeah. Postal. Great great i want to know i want to know uh scott so so in the trailer uh flick is a bartender and uh, by the way the the the, the storefront of the bartender of the it looks fantastic it all look this was all shot in bulgaria yeah is that what you said so scott yeah. uh 
did you uh, have any input into like once you got the role where your character was going to go or was it pretty no. much it was on paper? No, I mean, pretty much written. I mean, there was a few things that uh, had to be discussed and worked on and fought for and all those things. But for the most part, you know, what they what they did originally is there. You know, a few things I had to add, but that was fine. What's it but, like uh, uh, shooting in Bulgaria <clears throat> of all places? Boring. Not much different than any place else. Yeah, kind of boring where we were, you know. We were basically quarantined for two months. Oh, uh, of course. I think you guys have seen the film. You know that uh, Scott, Scotty and, and Artie have a lot of scenes uh, that they do a bunch of stuff. It's so um, good. Yeah. It really is. They're, they're so good. I love watching Scotty in the movie. He kills me. He kills me. Um, <laughs> triple dog, dare you. Uh, <laughs> so good. And uh, but like there was nothing to do. And, you know, ironically, he may have been the bartender, but Scotty's not a big drinker. I don't drink at all. Uh, I'm happily married. There there were COVID restrictions. So what are you going to go do? <laughs> like, right? we, 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 we had breakfast together, lunch together. Then we go to a mall, the movies here and there. Saw a couple of absolutely horrific films, whatever. Listen, you you guys have to understand something, okay? We don't have it because they wouldn't let me do it. Zach and RD sitting at dinner, sitting in the cars. They had me rolling yeah. because they were coming up with some of the most hilarious shit you've ever heard. The two of them. And I'm like, somebody give me your phone camera. I have to shoot this. Look at 50 hours of footage. And we were. I was just going to call it buddies. And it's basically just two guys either in the car or at a dinner. And it's just them bantering back and forth. And I almost peed myself several times with them because they were so funny. Wouldn't <laughs> let me do it. It, oh. it, it was like, our, I've known Scotty better. And over this process, uh, RD and I got to be very good friends. But in the beginning, I just wanted to murder him. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's where comedy lives, right? Meeting, <laughs> making a yes. friend, you're like, what? What's wrong with you? What, what are you, an idiot? What are you talking about? What? What? Pull your head out of your ass, man. So that would be our back and forth constantly. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We're, we're, we're all in the car one night. With, and this is this. Oh, God. And it's dark. And all of a sudden, Zach sees what looks like ski slopes in the mountains. You know, and it's all lit up. And Zach goes, oh, that's pretty cool. Look, the lights, you know, up there, the, the night skiers. And RD goes, who's skiing? Zach's like, I don't, I don't know skiing, but they got they got lights up. Well, why are they skiing? Zach's oh, like, I don't no. know. What the hell are you asking me these questions for? Oh, no. Give it. But now they're skiing at night. What people? I, this went back and forth. Oh, my God. It was like, who's on first, yep. third base? It was ridiculous. Yeah. But why? Why are they skiing? Why are they skiing? Nighttime. Who's skiing? How many people are skiing? And Zach is going bananas. Yeah. Zach is oh, the Costello to RD's Abbott. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just great stuff. Actually, you, it, Zach, Zach, if you grew a pencil mustache and you slicked your hair back and darkened it, you would, you could totally pull off a Costello. Oh, I could, man. Yeah, that's a good call. You that's should do call. that. I will do that. Get Artie Rob, uh, you know, to, in in there, and Artie Rob, by the way, for everyone wondering, he plays Schwartz and is yeah, he, he and Scotty are so are gold. It's Flick and Schwartz feel it feels so authentic that the performances you guys give in that movie, it doesn't feel like all this time has passed and we're having to re get to know these characters. Yeah. You already yeah. know them and you know their banter, 
I'm so glad they didn't cast uh, somebody else in your in your role, Scott. It well, they been, tried. Uh... They tried, eh? <clears throat> they tried. They Rich tried. Rannis? Yeah, they tried this to. Is... Uh, they tried to cast uh, names in the roles, and it didn't. It just work. didn't work. And I mean, to think about it, dude. Like somebody watches the <laughs> get Ryan get... Reynolds as Flick. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that would be hilarious. But it's more like imagine getting that audition as flick or schwartz and then you watch the first one and they're children yeah and you have to extrapolate that to modern times that had to suck for those actors and then they realized it just came off as really it's a gimmick at that point yeah it came off as gaggy and and heartless and that's when they Uh, what (laughs) vid rob yeah no He's yeah. here. Hashtag VRD Rob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, leave it alone, Scotty. That's uh, a, that's an inside between me <laughs> and Zach. Oh yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, they tried and it failed and it's, I'm so, uh, it works because all the original guys are there and, and we all knew that because we deal with the fans all the time um, and we love them and we know that that's the interaction that they adore. And if they got, like i don't know if you guys ever saw this like the there was a the musical um a christmas story musical familiar but never saw it the musical on broadway beautiful fantastic then they did a a a live tv version on fox oh yeah oh right horrible dude it opened up with like a Katy perry song ripoff and it was so cheesy and the kid who played me god bless his little soul was so pretty he looked like a Abercrombie and Fitch model. I was like, that looks like tiny Thor. Like, what is that? That's not me. I was a hideous dork at the age of 13. I had a big honk and schnoz and braces. And like, this kid is gorgeous. Uh, Everybody was too right out of central casting. And yeah. just, you know, too pretty. And we're not pretty. We're very real, you know. And I think that's the other part of it that yeah. makes it so enjoyable. Yeah, it doesn't work if Zac Efron is playing Scott. And no. Eddie. <laughs> By the way, Jane Krakowski playing Miss Shields. No, no. Mm. Now, I mean, no I offense. Mean, listen, I've known Jane since she's a teenager, okay? okay? And of course, you know, seeing the character of Miss Shields <clears throat> in such a hot, sexy way, okay? Which was certainly not Miss Shields. No. So the scene is on, and I had to call Teddy. So I called up to Toronto to Teddy Moore, who played Miss Shields in the movie. And I'm like, are you, you know, are you enjoying this? And she's like, well, yeah, but, you know, I, I didn't really look like that. I said, Teddy, <laughs> honey, I said, you never looked that hot your whole life, baby. This is great stuff, you know. And we, I had her laughing on the phone because, you know, to have Jane Krakowski playing Miss Shields. Yeah. It was just horrible. It was. It's when they try to polish it up and make it commercialized for everybody, and that, and that's the other thing I love about the Christmas Story. Christmas is it's it's not woke, and it's not right wing Republican. Yeah, it's not either extreme. It's life. It's just real life. And it's like you know nowadays in movies, men are either jacked, muscly superheroes fast talking pretty boys or buffoons well yeah. none of those like 
he has a great relationship with his wife and his kids. They all talk to each other with respect and love. He's a man who's got who's making his shoulders wider to carry the burden of the pain that he's going through for his family. That's what a man does. That's what a woman does who loves her family. That's what a man does who loves their family. What a, that's this heroic journey that we go on it on that never gets applause that never gets a parade. No one gives a crap. And that's the reality of life yeah and they capture that part of it they know ne he never complains he never sits there and whines about how it's not fair that he doesn't get this that or the other thing nope he takes care of his family he takes care of the people he loves the best way he can and sometimes he screws it up and he's sorry and he does his best it, beautiful beautiful stuff real yeah real type of thing you know it, you don't get to see that. And so now, no, again, not to spoil anything, there are the classic uh, fantasy scenes in the film, which are gold, by the way. Yeah. But but the root story, you're right, Zach. The root story is it's a very simple one. It's a very small one, but it's it, again a very relatable one. That you're talking about seeing beautiful people on screen with flawless, not a wrinkle in sight, not a pimple to be popped. You know, it. it I don't have a problem with those actors at all. However. There's something about watching movies from the 80s. Uh, one of the many reasons we love it is because everybody looks normal, quote unquote, yeah. you know, and that's the beautiful thing. Like you guys, you aged. I told you, you look good. You look great for your age, quote unquote, whatever that means, whatever that expression is. It's my fancy way of saying you look good. 54, 55. Yeah, that's 50, what you look like when you get older. 55 yet. Don't be in a rush. <laughs> Blow it down. Sorry, that's, Chief. That's real though, you know, yeah. and, and, and that's, that's important too when you see a movie and go hey that guy looks like me he's got wrinkles you know peter billingsley looks like peter billingsley now you know he doesn't his face isn't stretched back he's not like trying too hard or whatever yeah, yeah. but he, he but there's that little ralphie you see the little ralphie still in there you see the little flick still in there the you eyes the, the, eyes, the ralphie the eyes. eyes of ralphie yes and that's a beautiful thing yes i totally agree it is. Can you guys comment with where there's uh, Peter Billingsley with were, were those his real sideburns? Yeah. No. Yes. Oh, we have two different conflicting. Oh, I thought they so. were. I thought they I were. I think so. Oh, then they were makeup. My mine mine were fake too. I can't. I don't grow very good facial hair at all. I don't know. Scotty killed. But that was RD's real pompadour. His hair was killing me. It was oh, so that good. That hair was phenomenal. I was like, wow, what are the, what does it look like when there's no shoe polish in it? or like shellac or whatever the hell he put in that thing? It was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, so really quick, Julie Haggerty plays the mom in this. And uh, who, by the way, if you guys haven't seen Julie Haggerty in years, like I, I hadn't seen her in a while. Like she hasn't missed a beat from her no. comedic timing from like airplane days. She's now, airplane, so what a pop up. She's wonderful. She's so and naturally funny. Like you meet her in person and you're cracking up. Yeah. She was the mom in just friends, Zach. If you had been catching up. So, <laughs> if you haven't sorry. <laughs> in just friends and with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. No, I don't uh, watch Ryan Reynolds movies. I don't watch his oh, movies. Oh, just friends. Okay. So who's the guy who plays his younger brother in Just Friends? Because I was Ooh. at a autograph convention recently and he was there and that guy is freaking hilarious my favorite parts in that movie you got to see it dude 
is uh, the relationship between Ryan Reynolds and his younger brother. Yes. <laughs> okay, I got to watch it. Oh, okay. you do. I laugh just thinking about it. It's so funny. Very underrated comedy. Yeah. Um, but I, I can't remember who the who the younger brother is. <laughs> yes. Chris Marquette. That's Chris Marquette. Yeah, I gotta give, you got to give him props. The guy is hilarious in that film. Bro, I cry. He, he makes me laugh so hard. He's a, a talented, wonderful, very sweet guy. So if you ever have him on, please do, let him know I love him much. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, so, Scott, you said it took you three weeks to grow that mustache out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. any pointers? Because uh, Dustin's been wanting me to grow a mustache out for the, the three years we've been doing this podcast. Yeah, become a little short, fat Jew. And <laughs> you can grow it super fast. No, Zach, you don't need pointers. You just give up on it. Yeah. yeah, you just yeah. you just pull the ripcord. I do. Yeah. It's hard. If you can't, you won't. If you can't, you won't. Okay, yeah. Fair. that's Fair. the slogan for everything. Fair. So, 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 Scott, uh, Zach just threw you under the bus. Um, so oh, you, now totally. it's your chance. Now it's your chance to throw him under. The... <laughs> no, I never throw him under I'm the bus. Kidding. You guys, how? So over you guys have known each other since the movie a Christmas Story, but and and Zach, you were saying that you and Scott have a, a tight relationship. Have you guys? you continue to hang out through the eighties and the nineties and the two thousands? Uh, the eighties, I think late eighties, uh, late eighties. We met up again. Yeah. We met up again. We, I think you had Kidco coming out. Kidco. Dickie. You Dickie. and I and my mom and your uncle went to a movie theater in Toronto, Scotty. Yeah. And there was, yeah. And then, uh, in 90, in 90, blah, 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 94, something like that. Um, Scotty called me, I was doing a TV show called Boogie's Diner. I get called by uh, production. I had to come to the production office, and there's a phone call for me. I'm like, hello. He's like, hey, buddy, you back. It's Scotty. How are you? What's going on? Um, and he had seen a picture of – you see my picture in a newspaper or something about the yep. TV series, and he just got – because Scotty will do this, just reach out, get the information, call me. And then um, – I moved to LA in 95 and then shortly, not, not too long after that, I got in touch with him and then we would start to hang out every once in a while and our lives would go, you know, back and forth as we had different experiences and this, that, and the other thing happened. But, you know, we've known each other now for 40 years. Almost 40 years. Yeah. This is, this is my photo on Zach's phone. Wow. I don't know why you tell people this. You're just making it hard. Because you, because you said the short, fat, whatever, and you love to do that. That was that, fun. So. You could let it go. It was about the mustache. Come on. So that, I think that's hysterical. And that was a... People should also know this. If you look at if you look at the movie, Scotty put on about 20 pounds for the role, yeah. and now it's taken off about 20 pounds. Like, nobody asked him to do Over that. 20. We had right. talked wow. about it in the beginning. Over 20. Amazing. When he got the role, and... Uh, uh, we were discussing going out for it and all, uh, going out to shoot it. And we were talking about the type of characters and how to look for it and back and forth. And he wanted to put on, uh, he wanted to put on the size and I, I wanted to put on size as well, but not uh, Chubb because I, as, a, as the character I'm playing, not to give any spoilers away, uh, the, the musculature would come across in the face and the neck and so forth. Yeah. So I was lifting every day. Uh, while I was out in Bulgaria, and uh, he was eating, um, so <laughs> they were both. That's a better deal. They were both commitment, um, and he has taken the twenty pounds off. 
and you know it, within the year within like five months after he got back it's pretty legendary so that's yeah, I just I, I just I stopped eating the pasta every day you know having the pasta and the sugars and the candies and the cakes and the sodas and I've dropped 25 and you know still going and feel good and uh you know but listen as much as as Zach compliments me I compliment him we are you know a band of brothers and we support each other we love each other we care about each other we give a shit as they say yeah. you know and and I always appreciate when he gives me the compliments and you know he knows that and I think he's wonderful in this as well you know there's nobody that could do it like him and for those that couldn't see the photo that looked like a well-endowed mini horse yes okay yes that is zach's favorite photo of me absolutely yeah, that's his avatar on my phone well yeah. because the doctor told me he was as healthy as a horse no i said that no you I... told me that you told me that the doctor because i was making fun of you for putting on the fat because it was it we're boy look this is what boys do with each other privately scotty is the one who then airs this publicly and now i have to explain this wow <laughs> he's oh, throwing wow. me under a bus he's Listen, throwing me under the bus i oh, gave him the opportunity shit, okay so then he tells me he tells me i'm like ah oh, you put on the way and i don't want you to be unhealthy he's like oh no doctor said i was as healthy as a horse I'm like well there are a lot of horses let me see i think you're as healthy as this horse <laughs> yep look scott i gave you the opportunity i wanted you to I, I, I listen, I take pride in the fact that he found such a wonderful photo of, you know, of, of my, you know, my, of my stunt double. It's great. You know, well, what, what you just said, what both of you just said resonates, though, because when you guys have known each other as bros for so long and that love is so genuine, it is all about that. It's all about the goofing on each other. It's all yeah. about the ribbing on each other. Yeah. It, forget, throw out the political, whatever, who cares? It's all about that love. It's, it feels so palpable. I, I mean, the energy, I know we're Zoom screens away, but it can feel the energy with you guys. It's just, it's on fire. Listen, we go back and forth, not in any in any negative manner whatsoever, but we banter. Yeah. And we love each other. And it's like we're brothers from another mother. And we could do this. We've been doing it for decades now. And it yeah. don't matter if I see Zach once a month, once every two months, we'll talk, whatever. As soon as we sit down, we pick off where we left off. It don't matter. Yeah. You know, me casa, su casa. And, you know, if he needs me, I'm there. And if I need him, he's there. Yeah, it was it was a that was the, probably the most enjoyable part of the whole process was being stuck in a hotel with uh, three of my brothers and and hanging out with them. And and also it was great because we were all in different rooms, all hotel rooms. And then at a certain point when you're like, eh, I don't want to do this anymore. Good night. And then you just leave. <laughs> you don't have to get in a car and drive away and make a deal out of it. You're like, hey, buddy, how's it going? No, tuck, tuck, tuck. Good night. Good yeah. night. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Breakfast, nine o'clock. That was it. That is fantastic. We appreciate you guys coming on with us today. Pleasure. Yes, this is huge. Zach, Zach, really quick. Are you still working on that film with James Hong? I am. Yes. Okay. Can you remind everybody really quickly what the name of the movie is? The movie is called Patsy Lee and the Keepers of the Five Kingdoms. What, what's the status of it? I have a poster with you on my laptop, but I don't know how to do that. I think I have a picture of the poster on my phone. Oh, you. yeah, baby. Oh, my gosh. Legends yeah. are true. So for everyone listening, I won't describe the poster, but I will say that this movie that Zach is working on looks fan 
fantastic and cannot wait. What, what are we getting close? How close are we getting to? We're close. Seeing- By the way, the guy who did the poster also did this poster you may recognize. The Avengers never heard of it. Yeah, you know, it's okay. It's all right. Um, so we're, we're, we're moving. finishing off the color right now. And I'm expecting to do a, a soft premiere in um, January, February. Uh, okay. February, James Hong is turning 94, dude. Yes. 94. And Put him in a bubble. Put him in a bubble and capture his essence and protect him. And yeah. He, he was at one of the sound mix sessions. Um, and it's crazy because he does all these different, he's got this huge range in the movie and he's le- literally the leading man of the film. It's an ensemble piece, but he's the leading driving force behind it. And uh, he's watching the movie and he's watching this very touching scene between him and his granddaughter, Patsy. And I look over and James is tearing up. Mm-hmm. And then I, 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 I help him up to go to the bathroom because he's gotten a little fragile. And I'm walking down the hallway and he turns to me and goes, Zach, I think this might be the greatest role I've ever had in my life. Whoa. Like he no has pressure. over 700 credits, dude. Yeah. 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 And yeah. so I'm very excited because like the soft premiere will be for cast and crew and beloved family friends and a couple of very friendly uh, uh, crit- crit- critics, you know. How about, uh, how about your favorite 80s podcast? <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe you could show up. Maybe if you're nice to me, right? Um, and then it's really it's for that, and it's for James Hong to get a standing ovation. Yeah, absolutely, brother. He will. Like, dude, he smoked it. He smokes this film, and he's got. He's like the old wise man. He's a cr- grumpy jackass. He's a funny, uh, funny old fart. He's uh, uh, he, he gets into fight scenes. He attacks people. He's a hero. He makes the sacrifices. Uh, he's got all these arcs. He's got these, these great emotional moments and he nails them, dude. He nails them. And I'm so, you know, Scotty and I were Scotty's characters. Scotty's down. We lost him. <laughs> we're, we're character actors and nobody builds a movie around us. We support <laughs> The rest of the, we support the handsome Ryan Reynolds and the the Rocks. Yeah, of course, you yeah. do. Movie about us, and I wanted this. I wanted James Hong to have that. So that's that's what's happening. Well, you 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 gave us a lot of insight and details into the movie when you were on our show a few years back. I encourage everyone to go back and listen to that interview as well if you want to know more details about it. But until then, we are very excited. I'm glad that you're still that you're getting close to that finish line. And that's so awesome to hear. Um, yeah, please hit me up again in, in, in January. I, I think uh, like, yeah, middle of January hit me up. And as a reminder, this is kind of I, I remember you describing it as the Goonies meets Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, Big Trouble in Little China with a little dark crystal and labyrinth in there. Ugh, love it. Um, Scott. Besides being flick and 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 killing it in the Christmas story, uh, Christmas, yeah, got any projects upcoming? You know, there's been a couple things that have been discussed. Nothing is definite, so you know, I'm I'm working on a pilot. Hopefully, that's going to get shot in April, and maybe a couple of other small things in films, and uh, maybe continuations of flick. We're not sure yet. You know, it's been talked about, being thrown around, but nothing for sure, and. Zach will be a part of whatever it is. And, uh, you know, but I'm running around the next 
five weeks uh, doing appearances until the end of the year. I'll be in New Jersey a couple times, Baltimore, Delaware, Buffalo, uh, Wisconsin, near Milwaukee. I'm all over the place. Christmas story, Christmas. You can watch it right now. HBO Max. Everybody do and that. Coming, coming December 3rd, I think it goes to all the other streaming platforms and pay-per-views and all that stuff. Go watch it, guys. Go watch it. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. All right, we'll talk soon, gentlemen. Thanks, guys. Congrats. Love you, brother. Love talk you to you later. Love you both. Love you. You're so fucking sappy. I just wanted to say goodbye and remind you that the good guys always win, even in the 80s. All right. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a four... Is it five-star rating? (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We really... Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. If you listen to us on Spotify, that's great, too. And you can find us on the internet. (laughs) Don't forget to check out our website at $2LateFee.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at $2LateFeePodcast. We'll see you next time. We did it. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.